Every single person has childhood wounds. Think about your parents. Imagine the upbringing that they had. And if they never got the healing that they needed to heal their inner child, there's so many wounds that are parenting us. Hello, you beautiful soul, and welcome to the Evolve with Evelyn podcast, where we break through all the fears, obstacles, and limiting beliefs that are holding you back from the life, relationships, and business or career you desire. I am your host, Evelyn Huynh, founder of Evolve and Unite Coaching Institute, speaker and transformational life coach specializing in inner child and generational trauma healing. Join me each week to heal and strengthen the relationship with yourself and activate your authentic voice so that you can evolve mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. Hello, hello, you beautiful soul, and welcome back to the Evolve with Evelyn podcast. Honestly, I'm getting a little sick and tired of calling you beautiful souls, and I've actually been wanting to call you my beautiful lotus flowers, but I feel like it's a little weird to call you that when you're just getting to know me, and maybe I'll do another podcast episode on the spiritual significance of the lotus flower. I mean, I have them all over my body, but in all honesty, you all are beautiful lotus flowers, and we'll just kind of put a cork in that for now, but in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you five things I wish I knew before my healing journey. This is a question that I feel so many people ask me when they interview me, like, what did you wish you knew before your healing journey? What do you wish people told you? What do you wish, what information do you wish was out there? And so I wanted to take all the five top things that I say all the time and put it into a short and sweet podcast episode for you. So when it comes to the healing journey, I think there's so many times where we have been conditioned to think that it's like a one and done thing. You go and get a healing session and oh, clap, you're healed. Everything's good to go. But it's not a destination. Healing is a journey. And I've been on this journey for a long ass time. Even for someone like me who literally specializes in inner child and generational trauma healing, there is still stuff that comes up as I go through the flow of life. For example, starting this podcast, wounds about speaking came up. When I am putting myself in friendships, friendship wounds will come up. And I'm sure when I get into another relationship, whenever that is, relationship wounds are going to come up. So, you know, we can't tamper with the natural flow of life, if that makes sense. So these are the five things that I wish I knew before my healing journey. Number one, it's that it's okay to admit you have childhood wounds and trauma. One of the biggest problems that I see when it comes to people and their healing journey is that so many people are in denial that they even have wounds and trauma to heal from. And I'm saying this with my hands raised up because that was me. I felt like admitting that I had childhood wounds and trauma to heal from was not only a slap in the face to my parents, but it would also be a slap in the face to the people who quote unquote had it worse. I mean, my parents are together. They did their best to give me a good life. And if I looked at the textbook of my life, there's really nothing that I should be complaining about. And that is how a lot of people feel. And this actually holds us back from truly healing because oftentimes we think that wounds and trauma have to be all these big and grandiose things. So we write off all these 
smaller, minute things that happen to us in childhood and we actually push it away. And those tiny little things are often the things that layer up over time and affect us tremendously in adulthood, right? Abandonment wounds, trust wounds, guilt wounds, shame wounds, all those different things. It's not just this one event that creates them. It's consistent events, small events that layer up and that we don't heal from and that literally continue to affect us. You know what I mean? And that actually leads us into the second thing I wish I knew before my healing journey. And it's that you can have a good or even great childhood and have childhood wounds and trauma. That and is literally what opens you up to healing. It's allowing yourself to recognize, wow, I had a pretty decent childhood. Like my parents gave me everything. They loved me. And at times there are still things that I experienced that caused some wounds in me that are affecting me in adulthood. And that is okay. So many of us block ourselves off from healing by being in that denial of, oh, everything was rainbow sunshines and ponies. I have nothing to heal from. And also a side note, your subconscious mind, which I'm going to do a whole freaking podcast episode on that, but your subconscious mind is literally the most powerful part of your mind. It's responsible for over 99.996% of your reality. Your subconscious mind is where all your habits, your patterns, your behaviors, your beliefs, your identities, how you see yourself, your values are stored. And your subconscious mind was created and formed from the ages of zero to seven. And here's an important fact about your subconscious mind. It represses memories with unresolved negative emotions. So, so many of us don't even remember consciously a lot of the things that happened to us in childhood because your subconscious mind has repressed it because it wants to protect you. Does that make sense? So number one, first thing I wish I knew before my healing journey was that it's okay to admit that you have childhood wounds and trauma. Number two, it's that you can have a good or even great childhood and have childhood wounds and trauma. And number three is that our parents did the best they could with what they had, the level of experience, the resources, the tools and knowledge. And that hit me on a whole other level because for so many years of my life, I judged my parents. I hated my parents. I compared my parents to my friends' parents. And I always just wondered why my life was so much harder. And I hated them. I shamed them. I was constantly in tension with them. I didn't understand why they would hit me. I didn't understand why they would yell at me. I didn't understand why they wouldn't allow me to do X, Y, and Z, why they were so strict. And as I'm going through my healing journey in adulthood the last couple of years, and I started looking at things from a third person perspective, not just Evelyn as a child in as their parent, as their kid, But Evelyn, not Evelyn, but me looking above and seeing the interaction underneath. Does that make sense? Like that taking that bird's eye view and really looking at things for what it is rather than just my wounded inner child eyes. I noticed and started learning more about my family's upbringing, my parents upbringing, what life was like for them. And I realized that they literally did the best that they could. They couldn't have done any better. They weren't equipped with better tools or knowledge or experience they parented me the best way they knew how which was modeled by how my grandparents parented my parents does that make sense 
So it's so easy for us to blame our parents for our childhood, blame our parents for all the things that have happened to us or didn't happen to us or whatever it may be. But when you really think about it, they have X amount of tools to parent us with. And I think realizing this helped me have so much more compassion towards them and in turn allowed me to have more compassion towards myself. And I was able to take a lot of the blame away from like myself and them. And I was able to forgive myself and also forgive my parents. And another thing that's not mentioned in here is that every single person has childhood wounds. Think about your parents. Imagine the upbringing that they had. And if they never got the healing that they needed to heal their inner child, there's so many wounds that are parenting us. Does that make sense? And as I'm working with so many different clients that have kids, kids are one of the biggest triggers for parents. And looking back to my childhood, I can see so many different scenarios where me as little Evelyn, wild child, triggered the shit out of my mom and my dad. And one of the times that comes to mind right now is that I am a Scorpio, highly sensitive, emotional child. You know, I do have a lot of emotions and I feel a lot of emotions. So anytime I would cry or express my emotions, because my parents were both never really taught how to express their emotions or process it, I think my emotions triggered them. So it was almost like a trauma response in them and their natural reaction was to shut me down to like yell at me scream at me to shut me up or put me in a corner and I've noticed more and more that so many people actually experience this they're not in tune with their own emotions because they were never allowed to be in tune with their emotions as a child because they were never given a safe space to actually process or express their emotions right and so I just had a lot more compassion for my parents when I realized this, I'm like, wow, like the times that my mom or dad had Im- like insane emotional outbursts towards me, it was largely because I triggered them. I triggered their inner child wounds because they didn't know how to process emotions. So if they don't know how to hold space for their own emotions, how on earth are they supposed to hold space for my emotions? You know what I mean? So that's number three. Our parents did the best they could with what they had, the level of experience, resources, tools, and knowledge. Number four, the fourth thing I wish I knew about my healing, before my healing journey, your soul knew what it was signing up for when it chose the life lessons, hurdles, and shit storms you were going to experience in this lifetime. This is a tough pill for a lot of people to swallow. And it was a tough one for me to swallow for a while at first because I felt like life just kept throwing me all these different curveballs and it was like one after the other. And the best visual I can give you with this is, you know, in those movies where people are practicing tennis, um, playing tennis and they're in that batting cage and the tennis balls are coming at them. And at the beginning, it's like one tennis ball, hit it, second tennis ball, hit it. And then all of a sudden the tennis balls start like picking up and then it's like boom, 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 boom. And it just feels like all these balls are flying in your face. That is the best way that I can describe it. So I felt like I had a good hold on shit until things just came flying at me at hyper speed. And in those times, it's so, so easy and natural to sit in victim mode, to sit in the energy of why is life happening to me? What am I doing wrong? Why does everything always go to shit for me? 
why 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 and I was in victim mode for so long in my life I can't even and it's like looking back being in that victim mode is also what kept me having to learn those lessons because I wasn't actually learning the lessons does that make sense I was resisting them and so when I started hiring spiritual mentors and tapped more into the universe and the divine and it's so funny because I've been Buddhist my entire life but I had no idea that Buddhism was based off spirituality so there was this part of me that's like oh like I feel like I'm so into the spiritual stuff but I'm like not spiritual and then I had a life coach go Evelyn you do realize you being Buddhist is you literally being spiritual and I was like oh my god everything in my life makes so much sense now so yeah I when I hired more spiritual mentors and started talking more about soul paths and life purpose and all these different things, I learned that every single one of us, our souls were chose to reincarnate at the time that it did for a specific reason and knew exactly what it was going to get itself into to live out its life path and soul purpose. Take all this with a grain of salt, okay? This is truly just what I believe, what I wish I knew, because when I realized what my soul path was, everything made so much sense for me and changed for me. So my life path and soul path is number five, which is the hero font in tarot, which is also called the law of life mastery. So essentially my job on this earth is to go through the hurdles of life, experience all the things, be able to overcome it, grab the teachings, the lessons, the wisdom, and share it with other people so that they don't have to go through the same thing. And if they did, then they'll overcome it a lot easier and quicker. And before I knew this, though, I was struggling all the time in my personal relationships, toxic relationships, exes who cheated on me, having to file small claims court, my ex stealing my cat, an ex sending my nude photos out, um, money issues, just like all the things just felt like it kept happening to me. And then when I learned this about my soul path, I was like, (laughs) it was like this awareness where I just couldn't beat myself up anymore. I realized that this is my life path. This is what I came on this earth to do, to go through the hardest of shit so that I can get the lessons and teachings needed so that I can share it using my voice, using social media, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, podcast. And that is exactly how I've been able to facilitate such amazing transformations in my clients. Literally less than 10% of what I actually do with my clients is from the things that I've studied and taught. 90% of everything are lifetime life experiences, either for me or from other clients. And knowing exactly how I overcame things helps them see themselves in me and then overcome it themselves. Just know that you fucking came here for a massive reason and your soul knew exactly what it needed to do, the lessons that it was going to go through to live out your soul purpose. And all the hard things that I've experienced in my lifetime are my biggest superpowers now. They are the very things that now I can say loud and proud and share And they're the things that make me so unique and so powerful. So just know that all the traumas, the wounds, the hard shit that you've experienced in your past that you probably to this day 
still feel shame and guilt and anger and sadness towards, that is those things are part of your story for a massive reason. And you might not see it right now, but I can tell you that those are actually your superpowers when you can heal from it, grow from it, learn from it, and see it from a different perspective. So number five is that you're not broken and you don't need fixing. And this kind of piggybacks off of number four. I, for the longest time, thought that I was broken. I thought that there was something wrong with me. Why won't guys like me? Why am I always last to be picked? Why can't I keep friends? Why X, Y, and Z? And it's making me emotional even thinking about this because for so long, I literally thought that there was something wrong with me. And at my worst, in high school, I just remember feeling like the designated ugly fat friend. I was in this friend group, the popular group, and I don't even know why I was in there. It almost felt like I was just in there for to be the person who everyone picked on every single week. And I just remember like not wanting to live anymore. And this is what a lot of people, you know, a lot of kids in high school feel like, right? Because when you're in school, your life is consumed by school. You don't know what life is like outside of school. So you think that your teenager problems with friends and boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever it may be is the be all end all. And in those times, I struggled so hard. I legit thought that no one was ever going to love me. I thought that I was going to be alone for the rest of my life. I thought that I was not good for anything. I just thought I was inherently broken. Why was every single guy so toxic? Why did they cheat on me? Why, like, what is wrong with me? And this is precisely how so many people feel. They feel like they're broken. They feel like someone needs to come and save them. And if there's one thing I want you to take away from this podcast episode, it's that you're not broken and you don't need fixing. You just need to understand how you were specially designed to operate in this world. I just had a human design reading by a really good friend named Ebony, which next podcast that comes out is going to be an interview with her all about human design. But when I got my human design reading, which I've had, I want to say two or three human design readings, but the way that Ebony did this one, she did such a thorough reading that went over everything it was almost like a three-hour reading and I just really saw myself in a new light I I understood my human design I understood that I'm a hermit (laughs) and as a hermit I need to I'm more of an introvert and it's important for me to have time alone to gather my own thoughts and feelings and emotions and recharge my energy before I put it out and I didn't know this as a child I had such deep abandonment issues and because I had abandonment issues and wounds I was also codependent so anytime I had a friend or I had a partner I would latch onto them out of fear that I would be left behind or out of fear that they would leave me and then I kind of painted the story that I'm this extrovert right I'm this partier goer I have all these like friends blah 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 But in reality, I'm actually an introvert. I actually am a hermit. I need that time alone. So it was always this 
weird battle and dance with relationships and friendships. And I would just beat myself up for not being that type of person who would have, you know, all my 10 best friends from high school or, or college. But I do have amazing friends and maybe we don't talk every single day, but when we do connect, it's like no time has passed and I just have to be okay with the fact that that's just my life. That was how I was designed. So I wanted to share this with you because I'm not here to you know share with you my entire human design, but when I really understood the intricacies of how I was quote unquote designed to operate in this world, I was able to have so much more compassion for all the things that I judge myself for, all the things that I thought made me broken, you know, in relationships, um, partnerships, money, blah, 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 blah. And it's so funny because when I was on this, doing the, uh, Ebony was doing this reading with me, all the quote unquote life lessons or things that were gonna be the biggest things that I was gonna be working on in this lifetime they were all the things that I felt the most insecure about. And they were all the things that I judged myself on. So it was so funny because as she's telling me these things, I'm like, holy shit, I judged myself on this and felt so insecure about this my entire life. And that is the lesson that I came here to learn. So it almost had gave me this extra sense of like validation that again, I'm not broken. I don't need fixing. This is just a part of my path. So That is what I want to leave you with. So I'll kind of recap the five things that I wish I knew before my healing journey is number one, that it's okay to admit you have childhood wounds and trauma. Number two, that you can have a good or even great childhood and have childhood wounds and trauma. Number three, our parents did the best they could with what they had, the level of experience, resources, tools, and knowledge. Number four, Your soul knew what it was signing up for when it chose the life lessons, hurdles, and shitstorms you were going to experience in this lifetime. And number five, that you're not broken and you don't need fixing. You just need to understand how you were designed to operate in this world. So I love you so much. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I'd love and so greatly appreciate if you could leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcast. That really helps get this podcast out and share more of this work with this world and allow others to see it. So I love you so much. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out me, reach out to me on all the social media platforms at Evolve with Evelyn. And don't forget to screenshot this episode and tag me at Evolve with Evelyn so that we can connect on social media. I love you. Have an amazing rest of your day and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.